You're listening to The Thrive Podcast with your host, Kathleen Drennan, corporate executive turned creative entrepreneur. Listen in as Kathleen shares all the things about marketing, money, and managing your mindset. She'll provide you with the tools and templates you can use today to help grow your business and move one step closer to creating your best life. Ladies, you got this. Well, we have officially tipped over into springtime here in the Southern Hemisphere, which is so exciting because it's got to be one of my favorite seasons and you can just feel the weather like just changing, just like ever so slightly just changing. And I will say, I think September has always been one of my most favorite months even when we were living back in Canada, because then you really get into good old back-to-school season, which means you get to go buy all the things, which is exciting. And you start to see the signs of fall, and you start to see the leaves changing color, and then you get to anticipate the amazingness that is Thanksgiving. One of the best holidays on the planet. (laughs) Because it's like, hey, let's all just sit around and eat food. Oh, I love it. Love it so much. However, we don't celebrate Thanksgiving here in the Down Underland. Nobody wants to eat that much food or that kind of food when it's like 30 degrees out. (laughs) It doesn't happen. I will tell you guys, 13 Christmases in, it's still weird. It is weird to be a person who gets to celebrate their birthday now in the middle of summer when I am used to it being a snow day. So fun. So fun to literally live in the opposite, in the opposites of the upside down world where everything happens backwards. And at this moment in time, we are a few weeks away from kicking off our next live Flower Boss Bootcamp curriculum. And I am so excited because one of the guiding principles that we use in our business and one of the principles that I actually teach the humans inside of this program, is that we manage our business in 90-day waves. So it's very normal for us as humans to think that we're supposed to have everything planned and organized and sorted for the next 12 months. However, one of the best lessons learned from the global pandemic situation is that shit happens and sometimes you need to change your approach. So I love this idea of teaching business owners how to navigate and decide that you can run your business in 90-day waves. And I find it aligns so well to floral designers because we're used to thinking in seasons, right? We're used to thinking in these rhythms of mother nature going through the cycle, and now we can actually use that concept in our own business. So to that end, because I am a firm believer and I practice what I teach, I love the fact that every 90 days, I will go in and always be pushing, always be continually tweaking and changing and moving forward the curriculum that I teach in this boot camp because I just want it to be the best program for floral designers to learn about business on the planet. That is literally my mission, is to help you get to where you want to go 
faster. Because for me, it took five years off the back of decades of working in corporate. And I'm like, nobody needs to wait that long. Nobody needs to go through all of that struggle that we went through. Can you just get to the part where you realize you're the authority in your business faster? Let's get to the part where we realize making money is so fun. Let's get to the part where we realize it's not about qualifications, certifications, whose workshops you've attended, how many blogs you've been featured on, or how many Instagram followers you have. You get to decide the kind of work you want to put out into the world. That is my mission. I want to get you to that point faster because I was in such a cycle of confusion and overwhelm and just wanted somebody to come along and tell me what the crap actually mattered. But now that I figured it out, now that I really understand how straightforward the process can be in terms of building a flower business that you actually make money in, I am on a mission to teach floral designers exactly the same process. And part of my mission is that I will go in every quarter, I will go in every 90 days and just make sure I am teaching these concepts to the best of my ability, that I'm keeping it as simple as I can, that we are going in and making sure that everybody who is inside of this program understands and knows how to think about their business, about Instagram, about wedding inquiries, about setting up your online catalog, about your website, about all of the things when it comes to actually being a flower boss. And I thought it would be very helpful to the world, it would be very helpful to the industry if I took some time today and talked to you about one of the new modules that we are adding inside of our bootcamp curriculum because... It's one of the core concepts that I know is providing true transformation for my clients. And here's the thing. It's also something that is never talked about in our industry. So the way that we are moving into the next phase of our Flower Boss Bootcamp is that in week four of the program, we are going to be talking about and doing a deep dive on making money. I wanted to talk you through what I teach, give you some of the tools, give you a little bit of a sneak peek in terms of how we go about teaching how to make money and deep dive into it on today's podcast episode. And here's the thing. Thinking about money is a thing. Opening up your mind and asking yourself with genuine curiosity what your thoughts about money are. What does money mean to you? And I will invite you to come from a space of just pure curiosity, right? Because I will pretty much bet, I will bet a lot of money on the fact that you've probably never even thought about your thoughts about money. And I've really been digging into this in the last 18 months. And what's been so interesting is sitting down and talking to business owners, sitting down and talking to women in particular about our unconscious, unaware beliefs about money. And really going beneath the surface and going, what are my thoughts about money? What are the money stories that I have that I just take for granted that I'm completely unaware of? And really beginning to see that it's all 
made up. Here's lesson number one that you need to know about making money. Money in and of itself is neutral. Money has no intrinsic value or meaning. It is you as a human being with your human brain that adds meaning to money. I recently read this book called The Soul of Money by Lynn Twist. I think it was written like 15 years ago. Anyway, fascinating book, highly recommend it. But one thing that she said that is just stuck in my head, money has no more intrinsic value than a notepad or a Kleenex. Quite literally, money doesn't mean anything more. Money doesn't actually have any more value than a Kleenex. It's us as the human beings who bombard and lay upon layer and layer and layer and layer what money actually means. And one of the first questions that we ask inside of our curriculum is, when I ask you, what do you believe about money? How do you respond? Is it money is abundant? Money is easy. Money is fun. I love money. Or do your answers sound a little bit more like money is hard. You have to work really hard to make money. I never have enough money. Only greedy people have money. Meh, money's not important. Here's the thing. Becoming conscious of your money beliefs is so incredibly important because you are bringing all of that story, all of that narrative, all of those beliefs to the table with you as a business owner. And I want to invite you to recognize and to know that you get to decide to make money mean whatever it is you want to mean. Lesson number two, money is not evil. This is really interesting because I had to Google that narrative, right? That very common kind of story that we'll hear like money is the root of all evil. And I was like, where did this come from? What is the actual context? Has somebody kind of dug into this a little bit more? And this is so fascinating. The actual narrative is as follows. For the love of money is a root of all kinds of evil. It is through this craving that some have wandered away from the faith and pierced themselves with many pangs. So this is so interesting, right? Because the part of this story, the part of this actual narrative that society has glommed onto is money is the root of all kinds of evil. However, let's just skip the first part of that sentence. Let's just drop it because that's not the part that's important except it is the part that's important, right? Because the full sentence goes, for the love of money is a root of all kinds of evil, right? To be in love with money at the sake of everything else might be the root of all evil. Not to say that money is evil, but this is how it's interpreted, right? This is how it is told through our own society. What's really interesting is particularly in the floral design industry and particularly in the world of art and creativity, you don't see many people yelling from the rooftops, money is awesome, 
But here's the thing. Money is awesome. Money builds churches and hospitals and homeless shelters. We don't have to be anti-money. We can be anti-only loving money. And most of us are taught, particularly as children, right, because we'll always carry our grandparents and our parents' narrative with us, this idea of money is the root of all evil. And even that sentence is an incorrect quote from the original scripture as well as mm, not entirely accurate. Because if we actually take that sentence in a very literal form, if we deconstruct that one phrase, money is the root of all evil. At the end of the day, money is actually a magnifying glass for a person's character. If you're an evil person, you will go out and do evil things with the money. If you're an amazing, wonderful, helpful, awesome person, you're going to go out into the world and do amazing, awesome, wonderful things with your money. It's not actually the money that creates the evil. It's the person's character which is why I like to think of it as money is a magnifying glass for a person's character. The money just is. The money isn't evil in and of itself. It's the humans who make decisions with the money that is either considered evil or awesome. It is the actions of the person that we stand there and judge, not the money itself. Because we can go out into the world and find thousands of examples of amazing human beings that are doing amazing things with money. And you can find just as many people who are doing what we might consider not so amazing things with their money. It's not the money itself that is evil. It is the character of the person choosing the choices and making the decisions that is the root of the evil, not the money itself. So you can be a very good, decent, lovely human being and do good things with your money. And lesson number three, my friends, we don't understand and we have never actually been taught where money comes from. Because money is a totally made up human thing. Money has not always been part of human society. It was something that was created by humans in exchange as an evolution of the bartering system. Instead of me offering up my one goat for this person's cloth over here, a level set called money or currency was created. And this is where the real transformation happens when you step inside of my program. Because understanding how money is created, understanding how we get in our own way in terms of creating more money in our business is a game changer. We are taught and we are raised from a very young age to think that money and wealth is like a pie. If we make more money, that must mean that somebody else is going to get less of it. It's this whole idea of if we have that visual of a pie and let's say Oprah Winfrey launches a new offering and makes more money or Warren Buffett follows his own guidance and advice and makes more money, 
it means that you and I have access to less money. Except that whole logic doesn't even make sense because we know that that's not true. Because I have no idea what Oprah Winfrey is doing at this moment in time. And I have no idea what decisions Warren Buffett is making at this time. Their decisions have nothing to do with my ability to create money. And their decisions have nothing to do with your ability to create more money in your business. That notion, that visual of there only being a finite amount of money in the world is scarcity thinking at its best. And absolutely 100%, you can see how much the scarcity narrative is pervasive in the floral design industry. People don't talk about making money as floral designers. The starving artist persona is so real. There is so much emphasis put on the beauty and the love and the abundance and the stunningness that is flowers because they are magical. But nobody is showing the behind the scenes. People don't want to and don't like talking about pricing. People don't want to be open about budgets. People really want to keep everything hidden and behind closed doors And that's a totally normal human behavior when there isn't enough narrative in our industry in terms of people actually talking about how much money you can make as a floral designer. And the more florists that I talk to, all spread out around the world, the more I realize, oh yeah, huh, my experience isn't an isolated incident. There are florists out there who are buying buildings because of how much money they are making. There are florists out there who are launching design schools and offering up incredible training opportunities and going into building shops and opening up second locations and having so much opportunity to create even more impact and more abundance because once you recognize and understand that you can make money as a florist you are going to be able to shift the outcomes that you make in your own business. And that is the entire point of why we are setting up this next module inside of our boot camp is to really understand how our default thinking is getting in the way of us creating the abundance that we want to have in our business and in our life. But so many of us, right, myself included, until I did this work, I had no concept of the fact that I have these unconscious beliefs around money, right? I walked around for years thinking that wealthy people were greedy. That was the narrative that I grew up in. And having to go unpack that and then go out into the world and find evidence of the fact that, huh, you can have a lot of money and make a world of difference. You can have a lot of money, be awesome, and go out and make awesome decisions and create awesome impact, This idea that money is just a magnifying glass for your character. But it's so common for us to see in our industry, right? The idea, and so many florists buy into the thought that making money is bad. When we tell ourselves that making money is bad, we go to work quite literally in our business and keep telling ourselves, I can't charge that much. 
we decide that we're going to give away our designs for free. We offer discounts in the hopes that that's going to attract customers. We do free delivery. And through every single one of these decisions, you are single-handedly undermining your ability to create money in your business. You also devalue the service that you're offering all because you're deciding ahead of time and unconsciously that making money is bad. The thing to remember is that you are a human being. You have so many stories, so many limiting beliefs around your own capacity and understanding of how to make money. And the minute that you decide to run a flower business, you bring all of that to the table. We bring all of our money beliefs to every conversation that we have with a client. We bring all of our money beliefs in terms of the price points that we offer on our website. We bring all of our scarcity thinking to the table, and it is the number one reason why florists don't make money in their business. And it's so important to unpack this stuff because this is how you're going to start to change the results in your own business. Because at the end of the day, floral design is a luxury service. You are not here to be the cheapest. You are not here to race your way to the bottom of the price war. And the only way that you can win the lowest cost option, the only way that you can win by offering the cheapest price is if you have the buying power or if you have the influence over the actual wholesalers. Last time I checked, most of us don't have that capacity. Unless you are the CEO of Costco and you are randomly listening to this podcast, which is incredible to think about, but probably not happening, you are not in a place to be directly influencing and deciding that the industry pricing model doesn't apply to you. But it takes a level of awareness. You don't have the influence over wholesale prices. You don't even have to give yourself that job, particularly if you're a farmer florist. Excuse yourself from having that responsibility and just decide that the same wholesale prices or even a premium applies to your product and then price accordingly. When you tell yourself that making money is bad, you have an overwhelming sense of guilt. You are not going to be able to create the outcomes that you want to create in your business from that guilty space. Because what you're going to do when you feel guilty, if you show up as a business owner from that space of guilt, you discount, you say yes to whatever comes your way. You fall into exactly the same cycle that so many florists fall into. You give away your work for free in exchange for exposure because that is how, in most cases, people think you build a successful flower business. You keep your price points way too low. And all of your judgment that you have about money, you project onto your clients and your customers so that all of a sudden you're going, well, they don't look like the kind of person who wants to spend that much money. These don't look like the kind of people who want to spend this much money on this arrangement, that much money on this installation. Oh, they don't want to budget that much. As an aside, one of my clients was telling me this week that one of her brides paid $9,000 for her wedding dress. And I was like, that is so awesome. I love it so much. I love the fact that she is out there spending $9,000 on something that she sees tremendous value in. 
Kathleen would never make that decision. But that's great. That's because I am just a totally different person and I'm not going to spend $9,000 on a dress. I will spend $9,000 traveling, which I know a lot of other people are like, no, would never do that. What a waste. I'm just going to stay home. This is the beauty of it. Every single one of us gets to decide what's of value. It's so interesting though, because if we can learn to let go of our judgments around money, hold space for our customers, give ourselves the freedom to just decide that the industry standard pricing model does apply to us, kapow. But is truly living from a space of possibility. But remembering that as the CEO in your business, you bring all of your money beliefs to the table. If we have no awareness of what our unconscious beliefs are, if we have never thought about what our money stories are, you're also going to have no awareness around how that current narrative is creating your current outcomes. If you're not making as much money in your flower business as you want to right now, the only thing that needs to change is your thinking. Literally nothing has to change outside of you. You get to show up today, decide what you want to make money mean, and then go out there, lean into the possibility and take action, and you are going to blow your mind with what you achieve. But when you tell yourself that making money is bad, you don't make money. It is that simple. A negative thought never creates a positive outcome. You are literally getting in your own way of making money in your business when you tell yourself that making money is bad. And it's really important to understand that making money is bad is just a story. It's just a thought that your brain has offered up hundreds of thousands of tens of thousands of possibly a million times before. It is a default thought that is totally optional because it's not the truth. Because if we go back to lesson number one, money is neutral. Money doesn't mean anything. One of the most powerful exercises we do inside of this program is that we talk about and we raise our own awareness of our money beliefs. And this is from a space of complete non-judgment, right? Just pure curiosity. It's really fascinating for me to see how much my parents' money stories have lived themselves through me. And the perfect example of that is my dad was a trustee in bankruptcy. Basically, fancy accountant <laughs> who went in, sold off all the assets of businesses that failed. Do you know what one of Kathleen's most deepest, darkest fears is? Filing for bankruptcy. However, at the end of the day, very practically, bankruptcy is a functional process that is actually very helpful for humans, either on a personal level or on a business level, because it, in its simplest form, basically dissolves all the problems, give it a little bit of time, navigate your own shame around failure, and then you can start new. But it's so interesting, right? Because this is the environment that Kathleen grew up in. So this is the narrative that she walks around in and, hey, don't do anything to fuck up your business because if you ever have to file for bankruptcy, you're a loser. <laughs> 
it's so interesting because if I didn't know that that was my own narrative, I am going to take action in my business in so many ways that are going to prevent me from creating the impact that I really want to have. I love thinking through and really starting to understand from a place of pure curiosity, huh, I wonder what that money story is about. And I love looking at all the different people in the world, whether they are characters on TV shows. I even look at my mentor. She's building a business that is turning over $50 million in a year. And I'm like, holy crap. Like, holy crap. I wonder what she thinks when she shows up to work every day. I wonder what stories she's unpacked. I wonder what she is deciding to make money mean. And I love looking at how other humans are navigating money and understanding that we get to make money mean anything. And we all grow up in these environments and in these families where scarcity money stories run wild, right? If you layer upon generation and generation upon generation, yeah, right? And we don't have to beat ourselves up over the fact that those are the environments that we grew up in. But really understanding that all of that is optional. And it's really interesting because if I think back to all of my years as a human, it's so true to me that I absolutely have been living in that space of money is either available to us or unavailable to us, right? It's like there is just a giant world cash machine and we get to decide if we're allowed to take money out of it. It's like money is something that is gifted to us where in reality, money is something that we create through our own actions, Money is something that we create through our thinking. And the way that you start to learn to make more money in your business is to unpack your existing stories around money, look at the results that it's currently creating for you, and then go out there, find new stories that you want to tell yourself about money, find all the evidence to support the fact that it's true, and then practice leaning into that story every single day. When you raise your awareness on your current money beliefs and you see the results that it is creating for you, and then you intentionally decide to believe something new, something that's going to actually help you move forward and make progress in your business, it changes everything. And instead of showing up to work every day and saying to yourself, well, making money is bad, I should just be a florist for the love of it. I want you to know that there is an opportunity to be in love with the work that we create, having one of the most fulfilling and satisfying and service mission-driven businesses, and that making money is fun. And that making money is awesome. That you get to decide and believe in the possibility of knowing it's up to you how much money you want to make in your business. When you begin to shift your internal narrative and when you open your mind to the possibilities, you as the business owner get to decide how much money you want to create in your business. When you open yourself up to the abundance story and you move away from guilt, 
you find yourself way more in the energy of curiosity and being open and just believing in the potential and the possibility. From that energy of possibility and curiosity, you will notice that you take totally different actions in your business. You create a $400 product on your website just for shits and giggles. And you ask yourself, hey, I wonder if anybody's ever going to buy it. You go in on a sunny Tuesday afternoon and you raise your delivery prices by $3 because you want to. The very next client who inquires, you embrace the discomfort and you just blurt out the prices that you've already set. You have no attachment to the outcome. You just wait for their reaction and you show up and you solve the next problem. And you get to work. And the result that you end up creating is that you take way more action, you gather way more data and begin to see how much your old thinking is getting in the way of you creating the results that you want to create in your business. And I promise you, you don't have to trade off creativity, love, or money. You get to have all of it. This isn't a give or take situation. It's about creating a business where you can have it all. And to do that, you have to become aware of the stories you're telling yourself around money. You have to become aware of what you're making money mean. And we have to learn that we get to take full responsibility. If we're not creating the amount of money we want to create in our business, the only thing that needs to change is your thinking. Because when we lean into the abundance and the amazingness that is floral design and we see the value that we're offering to the humans, particularly right now, and then on top of that, you start to become aware of how you are getting in your own way in terms of creating the amount of money that you want to create. Wow. Just wow. So three key lessons that I want you to walk away with today. Money is, in and of itself, totally neutral. It has no value. It has no more intrinsic value than the Kleenex that's sitting on the table. Literally. Both of them might be okay for wiping up your tea. But the three lessons I want you to walk away with. One, money doesn't mean anything. Money in and of itself is neutral. Money isn't evil and it isn't bad. Money is simply a magnifying glass for the character of the person. And lesson number three is you prevent yourself from making money by your thinking. You create more money in your business by shifting your thinking. This work, this idea of digging into your money story and really unpacking your money beliefs is so powerful. It's one of the best aspects of our curriculum because... It's so useful for us to understand and bring to the surface, shine a light on the fact that we are the ones getting in our own way in terms of making as much money as we want to. So much of our default thinking when it comes to creating money in our business is totally unconscious. It's thrust upon us from our families, from our culture, from our society, from the predominant narratives within the floral design industry, from the space of being a starving artist. If you layer on top of that the fact that florists do not go out of their way and talk about making money, you have no point of reference. It is not your fault that there is no narrative in our industry about making more money. 
But instead, I want you to lean into the possibilities. I want you to know that you can make a beautiful business, make a lot of money and be creatively fulfilled and lead with love and service. And if you want to dig into this work more, sign up to my Flower Boss Bootcamp because I love talking about money. And my Flower Boss Bootcamp is the perfect program if you are a mission-driven floral designer who wants to create massive impact, create a beautiful, amazing floral design business and make money, sign up to the program. I want to give you at this moment in time total permission that you don't have to forsake creativity for money. You can have both. You can create a business that you absolutely love and make a lot of money. And as a gentle reminder, I shall just pop in here and tell you, hey, don't forget, there's also a money back guarantee. So if you are on the fence, if you are telling yourself right now, I don't have the financial means to invest in this program. There's two things you need to know. One, money comes from your thinking. You learn how to create money by taking action. You take action because you stop telling yourself that making money is bad. If you are not making enough money in your flower business right now, think about what you're telling yourself. Where are you limiting your own possibility? If you want my help, then you just need to sign up for the program because the second thing to remember is that there's a money-back guarantee. So you literally have nothing to lose. If, after learning and implementing the methods that we teach inside of this program, if you are not completely satisfied, we will refund you the purchase price of the program. So if you're telling yourself you don't have the money to make this happen, go out there and make the money to make this happen. Making money doesn't need to be so hard. And we have you. We've got your back. You get to be surrounded by people who are traveling a very similar journey to you. And it's so fun because then we get to talk about making money and we get to celebrate how much money people are making and we get to explore the magic that is floral design. So live class kicks off in just a few days. Sign up today and let's get you focused on making more money. And at the end of the day, my friends, flowers are fun and so is making money. I don't want you to miss out on this opportunity. I don't want you to be left behind. Sign up today, grab a spot, and I will see you inside the program, my friends. And go out there and just get really curious about what your current money stories are. Explore the possibility that it might not be serving you. And know that you only need to change your thinking in order to create more money in your business. My friends, have the most amazing week, and I will talk to you again next week. Bye for now.